Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Winning. Pick. Weekly. Smith for the win. Runchy K. Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome to NFL Week 5 with Winning Picks Weekly. As always, I'm John Malika, Costa, Knicks, Jets, etc. With my guy, Greg. What up, Greg? What's going on? Ready for Week 5? Let's get it rocking. Dude, let's get it rocking. Uh, we'll start with what we always do with the what did you learn in Week 4? Uh, is there anything uh, off the top of your head here? Uh that you that you're running into week five with before we start off our slate. Um, yeah. When I think Detroit is great to bet when they're an underdog, not great to bet when they're a favorite. And I will keep betting the Phillies until they lose. I messed up last week and took Jacks Jacksonville. Not gonna do it again. I'm betting Phillies until or uh Philadelphia Eagles until they lose. Baseball's on my mind right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. You're, you're you're in the heat of it with the Mets. Tonight was a record-breaking night for my Yankees with Judge and Cole. But you know, this is this is the football week five, and what, what I learn? learned what I learned last week, man. I can't flip flop on the last day, on the last minute. Like we'll get into it with Seattle and Detroit, like I always do. I gotta just stick to my guts. Like I I, I thought about it. I took my pick. I can't be flip flopping at the last second. I can't I can't do that anymore. And I am, you're going to like this one. I am off Denver. I cannot stand Denver. They might be the worst two and two team I've ever seen in my whole life. Uh, I can't believe they were above 500 at one point. They absolutely stink. What they were week one versus Seattle is what they actually are. So those I are tried to tell you, I tried to tell you about that. I tried to tell you about Iowa. No one listens to me on this podcast, but you know what? We keep winning, John. We keep staying with it. Cause you know what? The other thing I learned three and oh on best bets. I am back. We talked about it. Oh, and six to start the season above 500 on back to back weeks. Three and oh last week. You're Mr. Primetime. I'm Mr. Best bet right now. We got it rocking and rolling. Dude, I cannot believe I figured out this primetime <laughs> thing, but I, I went three and oh last week. Uh, I know I'm in for a failure, but hey, we start here on the Thursday night game. We got the disgusting record from the Indianapolis Colts at one, two and one. <laughs> They're catching three in the field goal against. I You're in a pickle them. already. You're in a pickle them. already. I really hate one them. I hate one. them. I hate them. <laughs> the Denver Broncos, the worst two of the team I've ever seen in my life. And they're minus three and a half. I know at this point right now, Shaq Leonard is out. Yeah. We're recording early, so some of the injury stuff might be hit or miss. We know for a fact Shaq Leonard's out. And Taylor hasn't practiced. Yep. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I came on the spot. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> I knew I'm off Denver. I hate them. And that means at this point, everybody in the world wants to take Denver. 
because Indianapolis stinks. Everything you see from Indy stinks, and they don't have Leonard. But dude, at this point, like, I just don't think they have. You know, not only does he have a concussion, he broke his nose. I was going to ask you. You see the injury report? It was concussion, nose, and back. Dude is beat up. I don't think I've ever seen nose before on an injury report. It broke. You broke yeah. it. Dude. So that's a hell of a way to get a concussion. I have to take Indy. It's disgusting. Is what I, I I can't take. I can't make it my hold my nose because it's prime time. I hate prime time. I, I I would obviously just take Denver. Everything John wants to take Denver, right? Russell Wilson at home. He's two and zero at home. He's going back. He's a little bit injured himself. Javante Williams out, but they got running backs. They got Melvin Gordon. Sutton has been amazing. Greg Dulich uh, might come back. One of my, our favorite tight end uh, yep. com- coming out of the draft. But, dude, three in the hook. This Denver team should not be minus three and a half to anyone. Literally not one team. Not even the, not the Lions, not the Jaguars, not the Texans, not the Raiders, nobody. So I'm taking the Indianapolis Colts. This is my primetime brain talking. This is the John 2022 primetime brain talking. I'm taking Indy. It's disgusting. Everyone hates Matt Ryan. Everyone hates the offensive line. Leonard's out. Taylor might be out. But Taylor sucked all year so far. I know he's a number one fantasy pick, and that's why everyone loves him, but he's been a bottom. He's not even in top 20. No, no. He had a good week one. Other than that, he's stunk. Naheem Himes is good. Pittman Pittman will be good. Hopefully, uh... Alec Pierce gets in there, the rookie, or Paris Campbell, because I have them both on my mojo stock up market. So, <laughs> you know, th- that's what I got, man. And listen, if the Colts cover without Leonard, I think their philosophy might have to change. We'll see. We'll see what happens. This is the first time I'm ever taking them with no <laughs> Darius Shaq Leonard in there. The philosophy might have to change if it hits. So let's do it. Let's ride. I'm riding with Russell. I'm riding with Denver oh on this one. Oh my god! Every every bone in my body after you just talked maybe you want to switch, especially because you're Johnny Primetime right now <laughs> Thursday night. It's a disgusting pick, Indianapolis. Both these teams absolutely suck. I'm switching to Indy. I'm switching to Indy. <laughs> you can't think Denver minus three and a half, dude. I was just gonna say both these teams suck. Give me the points. It's concerning. We we were talking about Sha- no Shaq Leonard. You know, that's a problem. That's for sure. No, Jonathan Taylor is definitely a problem, but they were throwing the ball against the Chiefs. A couple things went their way. Uh, you know, muff punt here and there, weird penalty call here and there. They can't they probably, they, they probably can't. need a, yeah, they probably need a couple weird things to go their way against Denver in Denver on a short week. But dude, Denver just looks so bad to your point. I don't know why they would be, why you would give three and a half points. That makes a little them. sense. If this was a pick up, I get it. You go with the at-home record, 2-0. Everyone talked about the mile high. But I, I literally cannot understand three in the hook. Yeah, Naheem Hines is good. 60% of the money right now is on the Broncos Perfect. at minus three and some sports books, three and a half and others. So to your point, you've been hot on prime times. I absolutely hate the Broncos. I'm happy you're finally on the train. I'm going with Indy. Man, my, 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 again, my normal brain, take Denver, which this is, uh, it's Indy here. Dude, yeah, Russell Wilson stinks. All right. So we got a 9.30 a.m. London game here. But at this point, Greg, we don't know who the quarterback is for the New York Giants, the three and one New York Giants, who everyone is, is super excited about and they should be, but they don't have a quarterback this week, especially because it's an ankle for Daniel Jones, even if he does play. I don't know how much a Saquon Barkley Wildcat is going to last for them against this 
unbelievable Green Bay defense, bro. Aaron Rodgers stinks. The the, wide receivers stink. The Green Bay offense is so bad. Like, I'm watching it, and it's hard to watch. I have both running backs in almost every fantasy league. I'm invested in the the Packers running game. They just stink, man. This is a this is a this is a crazy number seven and a half you know to the three and one versus three and one matchup. I love Green Bay here. Of course, I like the under because it's in London. Yes, I also like the under in the fir- in the first game. I honestly might take an under parlay because I just hate so many games this week. I might just take an under parlay, but this is one of them. The Thursday night, I'm, I like the under. I like the under in this game too. Minus seven and a half Green Bay though. Give me that. I think that. Green Bay practicing against the Wildcat, they're going to be stifled. I know it looked amazing last week with Saquon, but this week it, it will, it's not going to work out versus Green Bay. And no matter yeah. what quarterback the Giants put out there, they're going to get killed. And there's a big difference between the Bears defense and the Packers defense. I mean, it's insane. When I can't believe Brian Dable a comment about the injuries to the quarterbacks. He was like, yeah, if we need to, based on practices, we'll see how the guys are doing. We'll sign someone during the week and we'll get them up to speed. You're going to sign someone and get them up to speed when you travel to London? Like, imagine being a quarterback who's not playing right now, hopping off the couch, you have to hop on a plane to London to play in a football game? Not only With that, the team Greg, you don't know? I don't get this whole... Uh, for some reason, all these teams, which we're definitely going to get into later, but it, it really speaks volumes about these two teams, they don't even have a bye week coming out of London. I think people just yeah. are not respecting the London trip. I did the London trip. I'm not a football player. I'm not going to work over there. I was going to chill, dude. Everybody complains about it. Everybody has a weird tactic to try to combat it. And now that for the first time they're doing no bye weeks after, I'm wondering how this is going to start affecting these teams. I know it obviously doesn't affect them right now, but this just goes to my point. I don't think they're respecting the London trip, dude. I don't know how you're going to sign a quarterback, have him play versus the Green Bay defense and Aaron Rodgers. Like Aaron Rodgers is not losing this game. Seven and a hook. I know that makes me wanna makes you want to take the Giants. I don't care at all. And honestly, this is the best bet for me. Seven and a half is Oh wow. Yes, it, it I mean I again I, I can't make it a best bet because I just realized it's a it's a I mean technically it's not a prime it's time. It's not a prime time game. Because Kirk Cousins did it, well. You could do it. Kirk Cousins did well. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make one of my best bets, dude. I'm yeah, I think a, that I think you can make that a prime time game. I'm also going with Green Bay with you for a lot of the reasons we talked about. If Daniel Jones or even Tyrod was healthy, Tyrod was healthy, seven and a half, I'd be taking the Giants all day. But just because you don't know what you're getting out of those two, you might have to sign some guy off the street to play quarterback against his defense. I mean, his defense is stifling. So, uh, you know, I think Saquon's got to have a good game. Don't get me wrong. They didn't, they, they look like they can get run on a little bit here and there. He's looked incredible this season. So, um, have no doubt about him, but. You can't go to London with no quarterback. That's just crazy. So give me Green Bay. And if you could find a look ahead, why well, I wanted to mention that in the beginning here, with no bye weeks coming out, the Giants are playing the Ravens next week. If you could find a look ahead for that Ravens after a loss for them too, I, I would definitely hit that as hard as you can. And also, Green Bay's playing the Jets. Well, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, I'm not going to get ahead of myself, but I'm just saying that line might be pretty nice. We'll see what happens. Going to the 1 o'clock slate again, Greg. Again. Huge 1 p.m. slate. Small 4 p.m., but it's okay. A lot of good games here. Not many division matchups. But let's start with a couple of division matchups that I think are going to be really good games here. 
And you know what, Greg? I can't bury the lead. I got to start with my New York Jets. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be at MetLife this week with uh, our boy Richie Malura. Shout out to New York Jets media, Knicks media, and the Mets media. They we we also just talked about quarterbacks, so I think it's a nice transition here because Miami. I mean, Tua is definitely not playing. We know that, and they have Teddy Two Gloves starting. We know that Teddy Two Gloves killed the Jets last time he had his revenge game on us, but we're a whole different team, whole different defense. I also he got out of his system, which I think honestly goes against him. I don't think you could have double revenge games if you win the first time. That's tough. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Man, I love three in the hook for the Jets at home here. So a couple of things. The Jets have been getting outscored uh, by uh, division opponents in the last two years, uh, like 350 to 150, like rough estimate. I don't have the exact numbers, but that's about what it looks like. We're obviously 0-12 under Joe Douglas, 0-6 under Coach Sala. So things are not looking great. Also, we haven't won a home game this year. Yes, we're two and two. However, both games on the road, which is nice for, you know, if you want to, if you want to have your glass half full, like, yo, the Jets are winning on the road. That's great. They're traveling well. However, we can't win at home. So that's kind of tough. So this would be a really scary game for me if Miami had Tua. And, you know, you know how we feel about Tua and he's shut us up for this entire year so far. Yeah. He's been playing good. And I was scared of this game. Like last week, if you if you heard us talking on the Jets on the Knicks Jets etc. podcast on the Jets, we had uh, uh, the still current guest for the Steelers. We were both talking Tommy about Jack, our hard uh, schedules. Yeah. Both talking about our hard schedules, and the number one thing was, damn, we have Miami next week, man. <laughs> and that, that, that's a, that's a rough one. And then Green Bay, uh, in Green Bay, so we are lucky that it's Teddy Bridgewater. Their run game stinks. I think that we have to actually have an offense. We, meaning the New York Jets, have to actually have an offense that doesn't rely on a miracle. Like, miracle plays by Corey Davis and miracle third downs. I know that's what wins you games. But I'm hoping we just have a good game, man, where we're finally figuring out a rushing attack. We don't know who our left tackle is going to be, which yep. is a big which is a big deal here. If it's Vera Tucker, I get it. He's good. <laughs> I like McDermott on the right. They, Herbig did okay at right guard, so I guess it's makeshift. and We can make it work. And the numbers probably baked in for that. But if Dwayne Brown comes back as left tackle, if Elijah Vera Tucker slides back into his spot, and McDermott looks nice at right tackle, I'm being honest with you. I know Max Mitchell's going to be out for a while, the rookie. Yeah, dislocated knee, right? I think they could win. No, it's not season ending, but he's out for a couple of weeks. He's not yeah. really out either. They're being shady with it, which makes me not feel good. But we know at least for this week, for – the the Miami versus the Jets purposes, it's going to be McDermott. I like a three and a half. I'm not super confident about it, but I definitely like it. Yeah. It, what, what threw me off a little bit too, I was looking at the spread on this. Was it 95% of the money's on the Dolphins? It should be. 92% of the money's on the under. I like the over personally. If I'm betting this game, I'm taking the over 43 and a half. I think both teams are going to score. Dude, Teddy Bridgewater, by the way, after last season completed 23 and three against the spread as a road starter. That scares me. That makes me nervous. That's nice. That's, nice. That's pretty good. Dude, <laughs> Teddy covers, you know, Teddy two gloves. Teddy, Teddy's got a lot of nickname. Teddy covers. <laughs> oh, so, 
Uh, on the road, 23 and three career record against the spread. Jets not really great at MetLife. Jets off a law, off a win. Didn't look good the following week earlier this season. My heart tells me take the Dolphin, or my heart tells me take the Jets. Let's look at the defense real quick, just because I want an out so bad. I want an out so bad. I want a reason to take the Jets, but Dolphins middle of the road on defense. We're middle of the road on defense. Uh, give me the Jets in this one. This is a pick with your heart pick for me. Three and a half at home. It's just tough to do. I really want to take my head says take the Dolphins just because I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is that big of a fall off from Tua. I think the offense gets rocking and rolling. The only thing that we, the, the biggest matchup is going to be Sauce and DJ Reed versus Hill and Waddle. That's no surprise to anyone. But like you said, they don't really have a run game. Tight end play is not really that great this season so far. So it really comes down to Hill and Waddle. No one's been able to stop both of them in a the game. So it's going to be quite a test for our new secondary. So the the good news is Teddy Bridgewater is not very good at throwing far, like above 20 yards in the deep passes, and that's where we get killed. However, they are going to get the ball to Hill and Waddle. They're just going to get the ball in their hands, and that's going to mean the Jets have to make open field tackles, which hasn't been necessarily our, uh, our, our best asset. It actually won us a game for missing a tackle against Chubb. That's true. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, I, I I I can see how you could be hesitant, but I'm taking the Jets here. Yeah, I think just both. Like I said, my best bet, the bet, the bet I would make, the bet I will be making on Sunday is the over, just because I think both these teams can throw and both these teams can score. All right, so let's talk about the craziest spread of the one o'clock, and that's the Pittsburgh Steelers getting thirteen and a half. I mean, I know they lost to the Jets, but come on, man, thirteen and a half. Some places fourteen. Against the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. This is the highest spread the Pittsburgh Steelers have ever seen. That's a wild stat. I wonder, is Minka playing? It's the worst they've ever been. I think so. Is Witherspoon playing? I don't know. I don't know. Witherspoon, their top cornerback, didn't play against the Jets. They definitely felt it. Uh, And as soon as Minka got left last game with an injury... The Jets, that's when the Jets started going on their drive. And I don't think that's any coincidence. Pittsburgh has a good defense still. Obviously, we know Buffalo's really good. But 13 and a half is absolutely insane. Is this a hold your nose pick because it's 13 and a half and it's the biggest spread of the week? Everyone hates Pittsburgh here. Uh, Pickett looked fine. I know he threw three slash four interceptions. Should have been four. But he he had a couple running touchdowns. He's gonna look good, man. I, I, I Pittsburgh's gonna play with a fire on their butt. They know they're crazy underdogs. I like Pittsburgh. They're gonna be my hold your nose pick of the week. Let's see what we got. Witherspoon is doubtful for the game. Fitzpatrick questionable right now. Evaluated for a knee injury. So he did have a well, he's in a concussion protocol last week. That seems to be okay right now. It's his knee that's a little banged up. Witherspoon, hamstring, probably out, according to That's a big deal. Mike Tomlin. Yeah, that is, because uh, who was the the former Jet that came in? Arthur Mollett. Yeah, Mollett or whatever. <laughs> and I think that's who will be attacked in the fourth yeah, quarter. We course. went down the field and scored twice. I mean, um, that's we're definitely sa- a problem. We were saving that. 
<laughs> Especially with the the Buffalo Bills passing attack, I think Jamison Crowder for them exactly. uh, broke his ankle, so he's going to be out for a while. But they're um, good. But they got McKenzie, and they got Gabe Davis. Good. Obviously, Diggs Day. It's going to be Diggs Day. I hope so. I need him in fantasy. He didn't do too much <laughs> last week, so um, yeah. His, this was my hold my nose pick of the week as well. Pick of the week as well. I'm going with Pittsburgh in this one. I just think it's too wow. many points. I think a lot of the money right now is on the Bills, and I think the line's kind of climbing a little bit. Nope, that's the wrong game. Uh, no, a lot of money's on Steelers, and I kind of like that, dude. 14 points. This is the highest spread we've seen so far this season. I think we saw 10 maybe with the Patriots by the time the game actually closed, or 10 and a half. Yeah, I think it's the same thing. I think Pickett was okay. I mean... Turnovers are a problem, but dude, he had two rushing touchdowns. Like to Alex's point on the episode we did when we, when we recapped the game, stood in the pocket, took that hit through a really nice pass near the end zone to get them closer so he could run it in. I liked where I saw him pick it. It's going to take him a little while to get it together, but dude, the receivers on their team are legit. Najee Harris, even though I think he's injured, he seems to be healthy. 14 points is just crazy. You're never out of it with 14 points. It could be. 28 to 7 in the with four minutes left. And it's like, okay, we should go down here and score a touchdown. With so. just the new comeback kids, I, I, I love to see it. I mean, yeah, it's the first time I've ever been on the same page with the hold your nose, probably because the spread is just so crazy. Yeah. We'll see if we can find another one. You're just uh, never out of it. Deep in this slate here. Let's go with one of my best bets here. Uh, and I guess this could be a hold your nose, uh, just by the looks of it, because the Cleveland Browns are catching two and a half at home. Listen, man, the L.A. Chargers played fantastic last week. They lost their left tackle. They're banged up. And what did they do, Greg? They ran it against the worst running defense in the league, the Houston Texans. And we knew that was going to happen. If you listen to this episode, that's literally exactly what we said is going to happen. And it did. Yep. So we're not going to feel the Slater injury until – they play a real defense or they can't just find a hole, like just keep running it. It's going to be different. Is Miles Garrett playing in this game? He's questionable. Clowney's questionable right now. So we won't know till later in the week or I'm just going to assume time. they're going to play. That's what I was doing with this pick at two and a half. I was assuming that they're, that they're going to be playing. And to me, this was a no brainer. I'm going with Cleveland as well on this one. And that's why it's my best, one of my best bets here. Yeah. I love Cleveland catching points at home against a depleted LA Chargers team. They're going to get smacked and go two and three, and the question marks are going to start. The, the, Bosa's out. Slater's out. The quarterback is hurt. I mean, what else do you want? <laughs> Literally all phases of the game. I know they still got Khalil Mack and he could still do well. I mean, two and a half. It's fine. I, I, I would even alternate line this down to six and a half Cleveland, to be honest with you. I think this, I think the Browns are going to win by a touchdown. Nick Chubb is going to run all over them. I think Brissett's going to be fine. I love Cleveland, man. Yeah. Well, I've liked what I've seen from Jacoby Brissett so far. Yeah. It hasn't been amazing, but honestly, against, against this Chargers team, they're in a perfect spot. Cleveland is in a perfect spot. Uh, you know, it's, it's always like week to week. Uh, you know, what happened last week? What you got going on next week? Losing to Atlanta, you got to come home. You got to redeem yourself. This is a perfect game. Chargers looking great last week. This is this is perfect for Cleveland, man. Yeah, I absolutely love it. I agree. Great spot for him. All right. Speaking of good spots here, okay, I got my other hold my nose. You can keep Pittsburgh. <laughs> okay. You can keep Pittsburgh. 
I, I found my other hold your nose spot. And this is my philosophy. Okay. And it's almost a blind bet here. It, it did not matter who the Minnesota Vikings were playing. And it did not matter who the New Orleans Saints were playing. And it's absolutely perfect that Minnesota is playing the Bears and the Saints are playing Seattle. I, that, that's absolutely perfect. Because two teams, I absolutely, nobody wants to bet. Nobody in their right mind wants to bet. And oh. I love both of those teams here. And it's because they both went to London last week. And they both decided to not have a bye. That is insane to me. There's no way these teams are going to be good to go. I, 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 I legitimately cannot believe it. The fact that Minnesota's given up seven and a hook, where we're talking about the Bears versus the Vikings. I love Chicago seven and a half here. I absolutely, I don't care. This spread could have been any, literally any number that Vegas would have gave me for this game. I would have loved it. You have to, you have to bet. Against Chicago seven and a half. You have to. You have to take, sorry, Chicago seven and a half against the Minnesota Vikings with no buy. That's just, listen, this has never happened. We're in unprecedented territory and this, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with it. We're, this is going to happen this week, two times and next week, two times. And that's a fair sample. Four games. We'll see how it goes going forward. Hopefully I'm at 50%. And so it means nothing. And I learned absolutely nothing. We can keep <laughs> yeah. it moving, but let's see how it goes for now. I'm going to go with Chicago. That's my hold my nose pick. I'm gonna. That's gonna be my hold my nose pick of the week. Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm. It's tough because I like the philosophy. I like the thinking there. I was kind of thinking a similar thing. But dude, the Bears have just looked so bad. They're another team that's up there with Denver. That's just like the okay. offense is so putrid. Under too. Under. Now that you, now that you mentioned it, coming back from London too. Uh, I, I like the under there because how bad the Chicago Bears are. Yeah, let's see what the betting is on that because I'm like the under in this one too. Right now, 93% of the money on the Vikings, 75% of the money on the under 44. Um, I like the Vikings in this one, man. I just think they're the way better team. I get it coming back from London's tough, oh but God. dude, uh, uh, Justin Fields does not throw the football. Doesn't need to. But he does need to. Not against the Minnesota Vikings this week, man. I'm telling you, they're going to be exhausted. How could yeah. you come back from London and play a full game against a team that runs the ball all day? That that's a terrible. And you give up seven and a hook. I mean, to me, it just sounds crazy. The Vikings, although they won last week and looked okay, they really weren't that impressive against this a Saints with a Saints team with nobody on offense because of injuries. Uh, a couple defensive injuries too. I mean, they didn't look that great, Minnesota. It was one of my best bets, and it hit. But it was my only best bet that hit last week. But man, I just, I was not that impressed with my Minnesota Vikings. I need them to win the division here, but I just, I think they're going to go three and two. And the Bears are going to go three and two. Wow. I think they're both going to be three and two. Well, you think they're going to win outright or you think they're just going to cover? I think they're going to, co- I'm, I'm betting on the cover, but to be honest with you, man, I'm not going to be shocked. I'm really not going to be shocked if the Minnesota Vikings lose this game and it's going to be like, what, what are we doing? Kirk Cousins. Like it's going to be a whole big deal, but they're still going to be about 500. Yeah, Sunday, 1 o'clock, too. I feel like Kirk Cousins has superpowers, so I'm sticking with Minnesota. I but I might be throwing the Bears in on my uh, on my Hail Mary parlay now. You're kind of talking me into it. I might put a separate one in for like 25 bucks, 50 bucks, just to let it ride, take a shot. Definitely a teaser team of mine this week because two yeah. touchdowns in the hooker, you know, when I add a couple points to it. Yeah. I mean, it, that, that's, that's my can't lose. I mean, I literally I can't lose that. But sticking to the other game, I want to know what you think about the other one because again, I'm blindly betting against the New Orleans Saints here. The one and three Saints giving up five and a half to the putrid Seattle Seahawks. 
But forgive me if I'm wrong. Are they 4-0 against the spread? Oh, that's a good question. I believe they are. No, I think they lost one. Maybe oh no, because they were Pickham versus Atlanta. Um, yes, you're right. Atlanta is four and zero, and they they played them. So that means they're three and one. No, they're yeah. two and two. They're for San Francisco. Yeah, they're two, two, two and two. Three and one teams are Miami, the Giants, Dallas, Philadelphia, Detroit, and the Chargers. Again, those are closing lines compared to what we talk about here. So, like, oh, I don't true. think Philly's lost on our show, but they. Based on the closing lines, they haven't covered one week. Trey Lance got hurt week two, right? Yeah. Okay, that doesn't count. All right. Yeah. So <clears throat> we'll go two and one with an asterisk uh, for the second loss because, like, Trey Lance to Garoppolo, 49ers could be a, a Super Bowl team. We'll get into that in a little bit. <clears throat> what do you think about this game, man? Dude, uh, I love Seattle. I love Seattle in this one. I I, I rewatched the Seattle Lions <laughs> game because I just couldn't believe how many points were scored. Dude, Geno Smith looks good. Stop. Like, I don't know what else to say. It's Stop. weird. It's scary. It's different. But, dude, they were screaming in Seattle to let Russ cook. Dude, let Geno cook. He's throwing the ball all over the place. Over a 1,000 passing yards through four games. 300 and back-to-back weeks. We said it going into the season. Gino's a covering machine, just like Teddy Two Gloves. Not as good as Teddy Two Gloves, but still, <laughs> he covers a lot. I like Seattle in this one. Plus five and a half against New Orleans. To your point, New Orleans coming back from uh, uh, London town over there. I don't think that New Orleans has been pretty good. Kamara still injured. Not sure if he's going to play this week. Michael Thomas still injured. Not sure if he's going to play this week. Those are two huge weapons. I think we know Jameis isn't playing. You're really going to lay five and a half with Andy Dalton? I'm not in the year 2022. Is Vincent playing? We don't know. Is that a fact? I don't think he's playing. I mean, I love the Taysom Hill factor. But also, what about Geno Smith in New Orleans? I mean, that has to factor into it. Yeah, I see Jameis is questionable. Thomas is questionable. Kamara is questionable. I feel like they're all going to play. I feel like they all just don't want to play in London. Andrews, P, and Marcus May. Also All questionable. Pete didn't play last week either. Neither did May. I mean, this will be this will. Uh, I think they're all going to play, but I still like Seattle. Jameis Winston is what four broken, four fractures in his back. I broke my back. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's like tough. That. That's tough to play through. I know. Yeah, so. I, I'm, this is blind betting. I got a philosophy. I got to stick to it. Yeah, you're doing a little a little test for the viewers out there. I like that. You're willing to sacrifice your money and your picks. <laughs> For a little test, I'm splitting it up. I'm going Minnesota because I think Minnesota's heads and shoulders is better than Chicago. And here, I think these guys are pretty close. So give me the points. Seattle on the road, plus five and a half. All right. Let's jump into my one of my missing pick of the week here. And, dude, I understand that Tampa Bay has Tom Brady at quarterback. I know he's probably has some extra motivation because of the tabloids this week. I know they have a great defense. But they can't run the ball. And they can't throw the ball. Like, I, I, why are they giving up eight and a half to the Atlanta Falcons? To me, this means one thing. The whoever, like, I, 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 I want to know what you think about this game because for me, if you're out here screaming Tampa, 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 you have not watched the Atlanta Falcons this year. They've been so good in the worst way. Like, they run you to death and then they just get these crazy throws. 
Atlanta obviously doesn't want Mario to throw the ball. It sucks that Patterson is on IR. But yeah. they, they they play very well, especially coming from the Atlanta Falcons. Like usually they lose games at the end. They look terrible. They look amazing and they look terrible. No, dude, they just look good. And Kyle Pitts hasn't gotten into hasn't gotten into it uh this year yet. And let me remind you, week five last year is when Kyle Pitts woke up. So I'm just saying, eight and a half is crazy to me. I I, I love Atlanta here. I'm not. It's it's my what am I missing pick? So let me know what am I missing? Uh, uh, to me, you're missing the fact that I think Tampa Bay did not have a good game last week. But other than that, the Falcons haven't played anybody. They've beat Seattle and they've beat Cleveland. That's not Tampa Bay Buccaneers level players. I don't think that they have a particularly good defense. I think Tampa Bay. I think this is a get right game from Tampa Bay. I think they win by two or three touchdowns. Like, I think they kill the Falcons at home. The Falcons have looked good, but again, I think a lot of it's been Cordell Patterson. He's now on IR. They have two younger running backs that have been backing him up and splitting carries with him. I think the three of them combined last week had, what, 30 rushes for like 172 yards and two touchdowns. Like it was an insane thing. They ran the whole, they ran the ball for one straight drive just right down the field. Like they're good. Don't get me wrong. I really like them. It worries me that they don't trust Marcus Mariota to throw the ball, especially because in preseason when he played one or two drives <laughs> against us, he killed us. He looked pretty good. Um, you know, I think Drake London's good. I know Kyle Pitts is good, so I don't really get why they're not throwing the ball. I think they're going to have to throw the ball this Common. week if they're going to beat Tampa Bay. And I just don't think they're going to be able to do it. So eight and a half points is a lot of points, but dude, I think huge bounce back spot for Tom Brady at one o'clock. I think Tampa Bay just, like I said, get right game for them. They get it going here. It could be minus eight and a half. What have you been impressed by, by Tampa? Like what game by Tampa Bay now, especially because the Saints stink. So I guess you can't really count that anymore. To me, that was a huge game because they never beat the Saints in the regular season and then they killed them. So that for me was big, but now the Saints stink. So I, I, I don't know if that was really a big game anymore. I mean, dude, I think, I think all three of their games have been pretty good. I think they killed the Cowboys week one. The Cowboys have looked pretty good. Yeah, Dak got Dak, hurt, so it threw yeah. him off. I, yeah. I agree with that. That's true. But Dak also didn't get hurt on the first play of the game. Yeah. You know, so yeah. So, you know, there's that. The Packers game 14 12. Again, I thought they looked pretty good. It, it, they didn't get the their win, defense but it came. Did. Yeah, yeah, and also to their offense, dude, they were missing three of their top five receivers. Their their best three receivers. They were missing. They were missing Mike Evans. They were missing Godwin, and they were missing Julio Jones. Like they had a, they had a torn ligament in his knee. He's done. He's done. Yeah, you keep saying that, but yet you we. I agree, but he's out there. He played last week, didn't he? Oh, he had, he had, he had like, I don't know how many snaps he had, but he had like two targets and they were like, what's going on? Todd Bull said he got nicked up. That's exactly what he said. He got nicked up. Dude, Julio Jones is done. He has, he has to, he has to sit out for, for weeks or the doctor told him like, there's just no, like the, there's nothing sitting out is going to do. Like you just have a torn ligament. Like we need to do a surgery. So you yeah. do the surgery or you keep playing and like just tolerate it. I guess I, I'm, I'm not. That's what I'm saying. But I, I, you're making my point that he's hurt. This is one of his top three guys. He's out. They had a kill. He's not coming back though. Right. I agree. It's still, it's still not good. But Mike Evans, but Mike Evans and Godwin came back last Uh, week. They led the team at targets. Godwin's hurt though, no? 
No, Godwin had seven catches for 60 yards last week. He's playing this week? I believe so. He's but not on, I don't think he's on the injury report. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, the official ones come out tomorrow, but yeah. Yeah, this is all, you know, whatever they put out today on paper. So who all knows right. how it's going to change during okay. the week. But dude, I just, I just think that the, again, it's kind of like the, the Vikings pick. I, I personally just think that they're the better team. Okay. Let's, let's move on to. Yeah, Godwin, Godwin wasn't listed. Cameron Brait was on there. Julio Jones oh, was on there. Bray, there's zero percent chance Cameron Brait's gonna play, dude. Uh, no. he, him and his concussions, he ha- he has to stop playing football. He's one yeah, of those guys, crazy. man. Uh, uh, he gives me Jordan Reed vibes. Yeah. I, I I need him to stop playing football. He's one of those guys, man. Just like him, Wayne Corbett, Jordan Reed. Like sounds good. Just like <laughs> we're good. You're you're good at football. Just be a tight end coach. We're moving on to a, a team where, honestly, Greg, at this point, is it fair to ask who is the better team? They're both one and three. One team doesn't have a quarterback this week. Is Mac Jones playing? New England is minus three and a half against the Detroit Lions, the, the darlings of the NFL this year. What on earth is happening that New England has no quarterback and they're minus three and a half at home against the Detroit Lions, which everybody loves? And is Sam Brown coming back this week too? That, that's why everyone was like falling off Detroit. Oh, Sam Brown's not going to be it. They dropped forty points without him. They yeah, don't... they're fine. <laughs> they're it was it was no Sam Brown, no Swift, and no Kirk. Right, Christian Kirk is the other wide receiver there for play. Detroit. I think, or is Kirk he down in play? Jacksonville? Kirk didn't play. No, their top three players were out last week. I think. I think also Kirk, making that up. Kirk might be in Jacksonville. Um. But yeah, either way, DJ Chark, sorry. Chark, Kirk. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he, uh, Kirk is in Jacksonville. Yeah. But dude, to me, I like, again, I talked about it before. This is the best bet for me. I'm definitely going Detroit Lions plus three and a half. I get that it's Crazy. on the road. That worries me a little bit, but dude, they're three and one against the spread. New England's one and three against the spread. New England to me, it's kind of like the Giants thing. It's like who's quarterbacking for them. And instead of getting seven and a half points like you are at the Giants, you're you're giving three and a half points. Like, like to What's me, going? that just makes no sense. Where's the public here? Um, Mac Jones still listed as questionable. Also, I think there's a shot he plays if he's healthy. But dude, the way he looked after that, to me, I don't get it. Yeah, maybe the crying. public, maybe the early betters know something. Seventy-two percent of the money on the Patriots, ninety-two percent of the money on the over forty-five and a half. To me, I don't see the over being as easy as it was in other weeks just because the Patriots defense looked so good last week and they know they're going to have to be out of their minds if they're going to win any games with Billy Zappi as he gets going here. And they um, just got Jamie Collins. Yeah. So, um, to me, like I said, best bet of the week for me, my first one on the slate. I love the Lions here. They're good enough to cover three and a half points against anyone. They can score, 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 even without their best players. I just think I don't know. I don't know what turned around in this offense. Like I watched hard knocks. We watch football year in, year out. The Lions have been status quo for so long. I cannot figure out what happened to them that they're able just to score 30 or 40 points every week. They're the number one offense in the NFL. They're the best offensive line. Their offensive line is really good. That's what it is. They have an unbelievable offensive line so that DeAndre Swift looks amazing. And then when he sits out, Jamal Williams looks just as good. Like that, that, that's really what it is. And golf is doing okay. But to your point about the over, 
Every single over of theirs has hit this so far this year, and this is their lowest over under they've had all season. So I understand why people want the over. I don't know if I want the over, uh, but if I were to bet it, I would take the over because I think the Lions are going to absolutely kill the New England Patriots. Yeah, I do too. It would worry me if the Lions had a way better record. Like if they were like two, if they're like three and one right now, or if they, or, you know, if they had any type of winning record, you would I'd have be to take worried. the Patriots then. I, I have to take the Patriots exactly. Like yeah. I said, it's gonna even out. I gotta take the Pats. Like this is a fluke. But dude, the Lions should be two and three, and the Patriots should be one and four. Like that makes sense to me, and it's just one of those picks where I know we're I know we're talking spread here. Which works in my favor because I got three on the hook, but I I, I kind of like Detroit money line. But oh, they're in the they're in the Hail Mary parlay. Don't you worry. <laughs> All right, two more games here in the one one p.m. slate again. Fucking three games in the four o'clock slate. Like, what oh. are you doing, NFL? What oh. are you? There has to be something. I have to get to the bottom of this this week. I'll do the research. I'll tweet it out. Winning Peak Weekly. Go find us over there. We're tweeting college. We're tweeting NFL, mixing it up, talking with some people over there. One guy tried to get me to not bet on oh, what was the game. Try to save me some money on one of the games in college. No NFL, I think. All right, once you when you Kansas pull that City, up, maybe Tampa Bay, maybe. Oh, well, he's yeah, he knows. He's a smart guy. Tom Brady, prime time, disgusting. Yeah. These these two are disgusting games, and that's why I left it for the end here. But I need you to kind of talk to me about this Tennessee Titans team because Tennessee is minus two and a half at Washington. And talk about a team that's been up and down. Tennessee is either the best team in the whole world or the absolute worst team on the on the field. And so bipolar. No in the middle, dude. It's crazy. Maybe they finally recovered with after Lawan. I don't know what's real anymore, but the only thing that I do know is real is Washington stinks. But is Washington going to like ever put it together at some point or is, are they just really as bad as they look? I don't think so. That's, that's why I'm taking Tennessee in this one. I think it's just a pick against Washington. They might be my first automatic bet against team every week this season just because they are that bad. Dude, they the just points have aren't no that shot. much. This line isn't crazy. Yeah, it's Tennessee minus two and a half on the road. Uh, what's the public on it? Right Everybody's now? on Tennessee, bro. You don't want to know. You don't want to even Dude. look at it. <laughs> yeah, eighty nine percent of the money on Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Seventy seventy percent on the over. I think that's kind of interesting. But I saw um the Jahad Donson's on the injury report. He might miss a little time for Washington. That concerns me. Carson Wentz is just back, so though. bad. Yep, he is coming back. So shout out to him. That's gonna be awesome. Um. Uh, I think uh was it Traylon Burks, the rookie for Tennessee, the first round pick that they traded, essentially traded AJ Brown uh because they were picking him as turf toe. I think he's gonna be out three or four weeks. Yeah, I'm sure. So th- that Stop. hurts that Burks is hurt. Yeah, that hurts a little bit. Um dude, I just like Tennessee in this one. It's yeah, you I just think hate it, Washington. Yeah, it's just a better team against the war possibly I think the worst team in the NFL. This makes no sense, man. I really I don't really understand it. It kind of feels like oh, you know, this is the game where Washington might actually, you know, do something, but I don't see how. I think Tennessee gets a 3-2, and then all of a sudden, Tennessee on the top of their division again. <laughs> they looked absolutely horrid, and 
What was the pick we gave out week two? It was Tennessee to win 10 games plus 1,600. So a nice one if you get to three and two after five weeks. It's not bad. You're right on the track. They're going to win the whole damn division, Greg. They're, uh, the, worst, they're the worst division in football by far. I think Jacksonville's okay. All right, let's talk about them. So Jacksonville is at home. Wait, who are you taking in Tennessee game? You say you're taking Tennessee? I'm taking Tennessee because I just don't get it. Like, I don't want to ever take Tennessee, but I cannot bet on Washington. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm, I'm, I'm worried. We got the Brian Robinson thing. We got Washington at home. They're desperate. Like, this is going to go one or two ways. Cause as a Jets fan, you just know, man, it's either going to, you're either going to walk in there and you're going to put up a fight for a long time. It's going to come down to the last minute where you'll probably also still not cover and lose by a touchdown or something, but you put up a good fight or absolutely get your blow, your doors blown off. And. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with Tennessee. I don't trust Tennessee at all, though. So. Yeah, that guy. Like I was saying, I think they're the most bipolar team in the NFL. To your point, you're gonna know in the first half. Exactly. You're gonna know the like halfway quarter. through the first. I agree with that, but also you're definitely gonna know halfway through the third quarter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got. How they when come, you come out. out of the locker room? Yeah. Is if this is easy, better if you're gonna be sweating this pet out because <laughs> both these teams. I mean, Washington was a week one against Jacksonville. They were covering. They were not covering. They were losing by seven. They were up by seven. I mean, they were all over the place. Carson Wentz was throwing amazing passes, seven yard bombs, and he was also throwing incredible picks. So I think both these teams. Listen, they're kind of the same. They haven't got a win without Chase Young, though. I think it's a big deal. Yeah, just give me Tennessee. They're the better team. Yeah, all right. So going to Jacksonville. This is my what am I missing pick of the week, so I'm hoping you could talk me through it a little bit. All right. So Jacksonville is minus six and a half, giving up a touchdown at home. I guess the 0-3-1 Houston. I mean, I know having the one win will be better, but for some reason, Indy's 1-2-1 and looks way more gross to me. Then the Houston, uh, yeah. 0-3-1. I don't know why. It just looks gross to me on paper. Anyway, why don't you start me off? What's your issue with this game? Dude, how are the Jacksonville Jaguars minus six and a half against anybody? I get. Oh, my God. I, I, w- I really thought you were going to go the other way here. No, I, I just don't get it. I don't understand it. Like, like, I think like you were talking about, you've been talking about the Houston Texans all season, which I agree. They're probably not the best team on paper. They're definitely not the best team on the field, but against the spread, I think they've been pretty good. I think they're three and one or one, two and one, depending on when you put the bettings. I think they pushed one week when it was three points. So, um, to me, the Jacksonville Jaguars are again one of those teams that look amazing one week, but then also. You get four fumbles. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. what, like, what's going on? Like, Trevor Lawrence, I come in one week and I'm like, Trevor Lawrence is overrated. Then they go beat Indy 24 nothing. Then they clap the Chargers 38 10 on the road. Then I come back and I'm like, ah, actually, Trevor Lawrence might not be so bad. Then he turns it over five times or whatever. The offense turns it over five times. It's like, well, maybe he isn't. Like, I, I can't figure out Trevor Lawrence. I can't figure out this Jaguars team. The defense is good. I like what they got going on there. That Walker guy seems like maybe he should have been the first pick. A <laughs> Walker guy. So that's nice. Yeah. Devin Lloyd, we talked about him a lot. He looks pretty good. Miles I think Jack. He's the, I think he's the odds-on favorite to win the defensive rookie player of the year, by the way, which kind of threw me off a little bit to see a linebacker in there. Dude, but how are you giving six and a half points? I, I just don't understand it. I get that they're home, but... 
to me, just seems like so many points, like three, maybe four and a half, if you want a weird line. Six and a half, almost a touchdown. I don't understand it. So the, so here's the thing, man. Uh, I've adjusted a little bit on Houston, right? I, I know I took them last week, but I, I should have been a little smarter, man. Even though Slater's out, they run the ball, especially with Herbert. They're going to run the ball against the worst rushing defense. Any team that rushes the ball, I have to bet against Houston because they're just a tro- They literally don't tackle the running back. But Jacksonville doesn't really do that. I know no. they like to try to establish the run. I'll put them in quotes because they just give it to the running back, but it's not really traditional running. I think Houston has a really good chance to come here and upset Jacksonville. Don't forget, this is a division game. Yeah. This isn't like two run-in-the-mill, you know, random like Lions versus, you know, Jacksonville game or whatever that nobody cares about. No, this is a division game. They, they play each other every year. They care about this game. Is Stingley playing, though, for Houston? They had a lot of injuries, um, which which wasn't great. You know what I thought you were going to say, Greg? Why is it only minus six and a half? Because Jacksonville's looked amazing besides playing the Eagles. You know what I mean? The Eagles are the best team in the league. On paper, at least. So it's like, hey, man, <laughs> Houston is getting rocked. They got rocked last week. Why is it only? Why is it under a touchdown? That's kind of where I thought you were going for it. Just says that uh, Stingley Jr. is questionable. Did not realize that he got hurt. I'm yeah. so happy they picked him and we picked Sauce. I screamed about Stingley's injury history for three months on the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. So if you don't watch that, go check it out. Knicks, Jets, etc. on YouTube. We talk Jets. We talk Knicks. We talk etc. <laughs> we might have to do a little baseball playoff preview etc. episode because you got the judge home run. I I lost the you know. NL East, some people are saying. <laughs> Other people are saying that the Braves won the NL East. I guess that's up for debate. So go check it out over there. I screamed about Stingley for three months. He stinks. He gets hurt all the time. He does not play. Sauce is the real deal. Happy we got Sauce. That being said, now that I know that, I'm absolutely taking the Jacksonville Jaguars. I know. This is like I, I really imagined – for you to come in here and tell me why I need to take Jacksonville. Why I, need, I, I was really worried that you were on Houston here. And no, I, I was going to take them because they just cover. They, I think they I keep know. it close. They yeah. lost. They, they didn't cover last week with the, with the score with two minutes left in the game. They were covering. Where's the public here? I think it's at seven, by the way, on all books right now. So let's move it up to seven for us. Oh, okay. We won't get to six and a half. Are you 50, still taking seven? 59% uh, percent on oh, Jacksonville. Yeah, I'll still take seven. I think I'm going to switch over to the Jaguars. I think I have to. Yeah, I just I just don't see it all. They've been good. They've been good besides the Eagles game. They've been good. Even the Eagles game, they lost by, again, they didn't cover by half a point. I know they were talking about wins and losses, but we're a gambling show. I'm talking about covering. It was close. It was a close game. Yep. So let's go to the four o'clocks. This game I'm kind of annoyed at myself about right off the bat, Greg, because as soon as last game ended, I said to myself two things. One, I think San Francisco could legitimately go to the NFC Championship game with Garoppolo. Yeah. And then I also said 
No matter what happens next week, I am betting against the San Francisco 49ers. Cause not only did they beat the beloved Rams on prime time, like they always do, but nobody knows that it's the beloved Rams for everyone, but they lost not one, but two left tackles. I was like, no matter what, I have to, I have to bet against them. I'm assuming here. That everybody's on San Francisco. I don't even need to look. I don't even need to look. I'm going to bet 90 and 90 on the percentile for for money and spread. Especially that six and a half. <laughs> Am I close? Close. 80% on the spread. Kind of even on the money line. 50, 47%, 53%. Dude, for some weird, crazy reason, I like Carolina here. It makes no sense. This It makes no sense. I have no rationale. Except for San Francisco doesn't have a left tackle, and they looked amazing last week. Uh, Carolina stinks. Baker Mayfield stinks. McCaffrey's healthy. San Francisco defense is the real deal. Uh, it makes no sense. I like Carolina plus six and a half at home. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know why. I just do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could be definitely a major letdown spot for San Francisco. I'm going to San Francisco here just because I saw all I need to see last week. I think they're one of the best teams in the NFL. I, I have them preseason to do a lot. I like it. But that's it a bold then, take, though, because they stuck with Trey Lance. Like, yeah. they sucked with Trey Lance. And that was the yeah. whole thing. I didn't realize that I was going to switch. Maybe other people had that foresight. Oh, he'll, he'll leave early, put Garoppolo in. I thought they were just going to be a bad team with a bad quarterback, and Garoppolo experiment was done. Yeah, hand up. I just didn't think Trey Lance was that bad. He was bad, but uh, again, was, we only saw half of football from him. We didn't see a lot of football from him. Yeah, you're right. So maybe I just thought they were going to figure it out by the end of the season, get into the wild card, and then be dangerous because imagine just having a quarterback that can run the football in this offense. I mean, Debo Samuel was insane. That touchdown Dude. that he had in the Rams game was unreal. He's, yes, they he's don't been have unreal a left for tackle. years, man. He's so yeah. good. He's insane. He can do it all. He can run. He can catch. He can probably throw. Remember when he was a Jet for ten minutes in the offseason? Oh, dude! I feel like we have everyone for ten minutes. We Debo Samuel, Tyreek Hill, all over the place. Um, but dude, I just I've, I've seen what I needed to see from San Francisco. I've definitely seen what I needed to see from Carolina. I mean, I they absolutely suck. I think the San Francisco 49er defense is the real deal. I do worry about a little bit of a letdown, especially against the Rams. They were jacked up. They were pushing and shoving. They were doing a lot. So that worries me a little bit on the road. Short week, technically, as they played on Monday night. But I just think, again, San Francisco is one of those picks. Just pick the better team. I think San Francisco is the way better team than Carolina. I mean, you're talking about a team that could possibly be 1-4 after this week. Give me San Francisco. It's going to be actually my second best bet of the day. I love San Francisco. I apparently love this 4 o'clock slate. I didn't realize it. Listen, I, I agree with you. I, I love San Francisco, but I'm taking Carolina because it makes no sense. Like, yeah. I, I I don't know. Uh, this Sometimes should be 10 and a half. This should be 10 and a half because Matt Rule is going to get fired if they, if, if they don't cover this game. If Carolina does not cover this game, Matt Rule is fired. So that's what I'm going with. This is the don't get fired cover of the, of the, of the week. Did you see was a David Temper said that they're gonna have patience with Matt Rule? Not if they don't. Not if they're one and four and they get blown out by San Francisco. I don't know how patient it's gonna be getting. Did you see that the Wisconsin AD said that they're gonna have patience with uh, was it Paul Chris? 
and the, the the head coaching job at Wisconsin, but then he got fired immediately after the game this week. They got, they got killed, but shout out to Jim Leonard. Again, tweets that we had on Winning Pete Weekly. Go check it out. Winning Pete Weekly on Twitter. <laughs> shout right. out Jim Leonard. I hope he has a good time there. I hope I he does the good things. He's going to have a job there for 15 to 20 years. So I am betting Wisconsin. A little preview to the... I, I love Jim Leonard so much. I'm taking him to Wisconsin next game. They're my spite pick of the week, so <laughs> be on the lookout for that. Check out All the right. college episode. comes out later this week. 425, two games. Dallas, plus four and a half at the Rams, minus four and a half. Now, I need someone to talk to me about this game. I put a big question mark here. This was in contention for what am I missing? Because I don't understand this line at all. At all. Dude, at all. The Rams looked so bad. They let up, what, seven sacks to Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford, by the way, threw seven interceptions that game. They just all got dropped until the very end of the game. Like if you had a if you had a Matt Stafford interception prop, which apparently he throws one every week, you were pulling your hair out. You might be bald after that game because it was insane. Just whoa, whoa, drop whoa. after drop after <laughs> drop. But then you end up getting it, which is great. The Dallas defense, I think, is just as good as the San Francisco 49ers defense. I agree. Like, I, I don't think there's a big fall off there. I think that Diggs is an amazing defender that could pick the ball off. I think Michael Parsons might be the best defensive player in the league. Like, they're going to have the same trouble there. You don't make up an offensive line overnight. Like, <laughs> they're going to have trouble. Cam Akers absolutely sucks. He's the worst. I picked him in a fucking fantasy league like idiot. Yeah, it was I mean, dude, they just have nobody. Uh, Allen Robinson sucks. No, no, no. Time out. He sucks, dude. Time out. Time out. I, I know watched, you have a weird thing for Allen Robinson. I he watched. Sucks. I watched. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I watched. Uh, not my independent film study, but I watched a, a, a Twitter compilation, all 22 from this game. If you saw how wide open Allen Robinson was, there was one play where. Stafford even ran out to the right and Robinson was with him and he just ran out of bounds. Like he was wide open. Like, dude, just, just get six yards even. Like, dude, Alan Robinson has to start going to breakfast with him and Cooper <laughs> Cup, apparently, because he's not on the good season. They're not on the same page. Dude, and he Coop, sucks. And Cooper Cup gets the ball no matter what. Like, how do you not triple know the ball going to him? How do yeah, you he could know? be triple covered. He doesn't care. <laughs> it's crazy. So, dude, I agree. It makes so much sense. Like, no sense. I am. Makes me scared. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's how crazy it is because I love Dallas and you had the perfect analogy. I think Dallas is very much so like San Francisco. And is that coming yeah. back? I don't think so. So again, like Jimmy G, not really that great. Cooper Rush, not really that great. They have a lot of weapons like San Francisco Listen, has. Can I say something? If Dak Prescott plays, give me the Rams. Okay. I like that. I'll do that with you. And it's not because Dak Prescott's bad. My first game back, off injury, conservative, back to the Zeke Elliott thing. It's going to be weird. But the offensive, also, offensive also line versus not, defensive line is not going to change. So, like, I, I think Dallas is going to kill the Rams. But I, I like the under. Yeah, and the reason why he's not back if he doesn't come back is, like, gripping the ball issues. So, like, even if they do start him, he's not 100%. Ball security is going to be a problem. I think the Rams' defense is really good. Do you see that play too? Aaron Donald just didn't get blocked. That was the first play of the game. That's scary. That was the first series of the game. <laughs> that's scary. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's that's something. Someone missed something there. I don't know what it was. Definitely wasn't the play call because I know the play call was hey, let's block the best defender in the league. 
it's so funny. The the announcer's literally is like, oh, you know, their notes are uh five ninety nine. And then literally like the first play. Uh but yeah, I don't think they probably don't want to play him against uh Aaron Donald. Yeah, I don't think so. Give me Dallas in that one though. I think Cooper Rush has been okay. He's not gonna win you a Super Bowl, but dude, he'll get you a three and one, he'll get you covered every week, and that's all he's we gonna cover four and a half, bro. Even if yeah. the Rams win, they're gonna win by three. Which Darn I could it. see. They'll be I three think- and two, Dallas three and two. It makes sense, but I don't think they're gonna cover. I think Dallas might win. Check out the Hail Mary Parlay coming up. In in the in LA too, don't forget. Another game in LA. Yeah. Makes I think that makes a difference. All right. Last game of the four PM. I mean, listen, my history, personal John history, there's a zero point zero percent chance I'm getting this game right. Philadelphia versus Arizona, two teams that I historically like not this year, but historically just get wrong every week. I usually hate Arizona. And I usually I'm against I'm just on the wrong side of Philly. However, this year I've been okay. I've been I've been getting back. Last week though, my trend came back. I called it out and then I picked Jacksonville. Philly covered. I'm gonna ride with Philly again. I'm sorry. I'm gonna ride with Philly again. That means they're probably gonna win by three. I just hate Arizona so much. I don't know what to do with myself. I, every time I watch Arizona, I get more pissed off. The fact that they also, I know this has nothing to do with the actual outcome of the game, that they cut Andy Isabella. Like, I got it. Yeah. It's just like, they're just so bad. Like, everything about them just stinks. Like, they draft Rosen and they get married. And they cut Isabella with DK Metcalf's right there. They, I don't know who was going to leak the news about JJ Watt, but he didn't seem very happy about it. I think it was uh, Jay Glazer. That's what I heard too, but like it yeah. must be coming from the team or whatever. I, I don't know. I just, I, I, the whole Kyler Murray thing until D hop comes back. I just refuse to pick Arizona. If D hop is back in, I'm going to start now. Now my head is going to be like, I have to pick D hop. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel the same way about Arizona as you do. I had them last week and they end up beating. Carolina, um, I just like Philly. I said it. In the, I said it. What I learned last week, I have to bet Philly every week until they lose. I'm going Philadelphia. My third best bet of the day here, dude. Five and a half. I think is a decent number. I think that Philadelphia, dude. Philadelphia, their schedule is nice. It has been nice, and it is going to be nice. <laughs> yeah, the whole year. We talked about them preseason. I have a Super Bowl bet on them. I have them in the division. Big Cat? Yeah. I had it before Big Cat. Big Cat followed me. Um, 86% of the money on Philly scares me a little bit, but dude, I just think it's a complete team. I think like we talked about Nick Serrani. If he just remembers that he could run the football, <laughs> they're good. I'm worried about them. Again, I said it last week, worry about them in the fourth quarter. I was really worried about them last week in the first quarter, the first half, man. They were down 14 nothing against... Jacksonville end up battling back and covering. So, dude, I I, I have I, I completely forgot that Darius Slay is going to be on on Hollywood Brown. Yeah. I, also, too, again Philly. with that they battled back 20-29-14 and then gave up a touchdown to Jacksonville. The only touchdown they gave up after the first quarter was late in the fourth quarter. So, if you had a bad number last week, you got screwed by again Philadelphia late giving up touchdowns. So. Keep that in mind. For me, five and a half is not a number I'm worried about getting backdoored on. So give me Philadelphia all the way. Best bet. 
All right, it's time to go to prime time. And Greg, this game might be the hardest prime time of the year so far. We're only at week five, I know. But for me, this I have no idea what to do here. Everything in my brain wants to take the home team. It's Cincinnati Bengals plus two and a half at Baltimore. Baltimore minus two and a half. And dude, Baltimore has problems once again. Weird vibes. Not only does their secondary absolutely stink, but I just don't understand what the hell Harbaugh is doing. Why? 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 Do you go for that touchdown? Any amateur playing Madden would kick a field goal there. Anybody. I just, well, was his response to that too? It's like, well, they thought they gave him a better chance to win the game. Dude, well, scoring points helps you win the game. Well, that's what he's trying to do. He's to touchdown. Yeah, but scoring three also helps. Best kicker in football. It just doesn't make sense because he was saying that if they don't get it, then they'll be pinned in, you know, their own, when they're, I think they were on their own 10 or whatever. Yeah. I think you just kick the field goal. And if you miss, they'll still be there. Turnover a thousand in the same spot. Get the damn points. They were just scared that the reality is they were just scared that Buffalo's going to come down and score a touchdown on them. Yeah, so they I, just I, didn't trust their defense, which is crazy to me because I think their defense up until the season I thought was really good. This season so far, sucks. they've stunk. Yeah. They have stunk. I've been very surprised by Baltimore secondary. I'm not sure what's going on. I know one of the guys got hurt week one against us. Was it Fuller? Um, so maybe that has something to do with acquisition, it. Though. No, I mean, they have rookie yeah. safety in Hamilton. Yeah. They got rid Some of the people really safety. liked him pre-draft, though, so Some I don't people. know. Yeah. <laughs> Others did not. I mean, I, I I'll still take Hamilton. We have the worst safeties in the league, but they got oh basically four interceptions last week, so I can't say anything about that. <laughs> you know, shout out to Gardner. He's been great. Single with this game, man. Prime time. John has to take Cincinnati. Everything in my everything in my head says take Baltimore. Right. Baltimore at home, Lamar Jackson, contract year. That's all they're going to talk about. Um, Gus Edwards probably coming back. Uh, first week, the Gus bus. Shout out to Tomville High School. Yeah, J.K. Just, Dobbins getting a little bit more of a workload week every week, building it back up. Their defense is so bad, and Cincinnati's back. Jamar yeah, Chase, think- this might be the Jamar Chase game. He's been having an off year. This might be the game. That's what I was going to say is to me, Jamar Chase is that big spotlight kind of guy. He's been having a weird season so far. So definitely give me a huge spot for him this week. I like all the prop bets on him. Also, T Higgins, I think got a little banged up with an ankle injury. He said that he'll be good to go for this game, especially Sunday night. So again, they're going to be full health, dude. I, at Cincinnati receivers, I think they're incredible. Um, Tyler Boyd, Boyd absolutely killed us. I think he kills a lot of teams. I think he sneaks by a lot of people's radars. Because they have Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Hayden Hurst got the touchdown last week when they needed it. I think Cincinnati is just starting to get rolling here. And I think that people are like, oh, I can't believe how bad they started. We said it on this podcast. I think that um, Joe Burrow just missed a lot of time this offseason with appendix surgery. He's just kind of getting into form. The offensive line, people talked about how bad it was last year, how bad it was to start this year. Offensive lines take time to gel. That's what worries me about the Jets is that we can't find time to gel with our offensive line. So every single week is different lineup so far. Yeah. And just during the game, it's different too. It's crazy. We can't stay healthy for four quarters. 
So the Bengals first two weeks really bad. 13 sacks to Joe Burrow leading the league on pace to set a record. And then they got it going a little bit here and there. They didn't allow, uh, sacks against us. I think last week was pretty clean game, even though it was not really the full Miami because of Tua's injury. So, you know, halfway through they were kind of over with it. I like it at two and a half. I absolutely love it at three or three and a half. I see some sports books have it at three. So to me, I like Cincinnati and the points here. Kind of like them outright winning. I think, me, I think it's plus 150. The, so I see it at three points right now. Yeah. So you have three points on here. That's fine for me. I love it at three points. Uh, man, I kind of want to make this one of my best bets. But yeah, I, I love Cincinnati here. All right. Jumping to this primetime game, and I have never been so damn worried about a primetime game, Greg, because this is so easy to me, and I can't change it. I can't. I cannot change my pick this week. I can't use my primetime brain. I love Kansas City at home, minus six and a half. Six and a half, seven. I don't care what the number is. Las Vegas is so bad. They have the worst offensive line. I think they got their first sack last week, (laughs) even though they have Max Crosby. They're so bad, dude. I know you have your top five quarterback in Derek Carr. You love him to death. Top ten. Top ten. Whatever. He sucks. He has reverted. Oh, he doesn't stink. Dude, I, 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 I think the Las Vegas Raiders record might Don't be. Don't make me start looking up stats. They might be the most. This is what our record really should be. Like we are what our record are team in the whole. NFL one and three, they're going to be one and four. And let me ask you this about Kansas City: Do you think at some point, like Mahomes in prime time, like he's used to it now, like he has to have some sort of advantage? Of he's always prime time. And I feel like they're always at home. Like there has to be some sort of inner advantage here. Where it's like, dude, I do this almost every week. Prime time at home under the lights, I smack teams. I don't know. For me, this seems like the easiest game of the week. I can't believe it's six and a half. I love Kansas City. Yeah, I was just looking up a couple stats because I was kind of all I was kind of flip flopping on this one. You seem to be the Kansas City whisperer too on this podcast. You were all over them last week against Tampa Bay. I was stupid. I was wrong. Hand up. I admit that. You're also Johnny Prime Time, so I'm rocking with you this week. I'm going Kansas City. Also. What I just looked up and what I did not realize is I knew that the Vegas Raiders ran the crap out of the ball last week and ran all over uh whoever they played. I'm blanking on whoever they played last week. Do you know what the best team against the Rush is so far in the NFL through four weeks? Whoever plays Houston? Well, <laughs> they played Denver last week, Las Vegas. Yeah, Las Vegas. Yeah, so they ran all over Denver. Best team so far against the run? The Chiefs? Kansas City Chiefs, 263 yards allowed, 3.3 yards per carry, two touchdowns. Leo Chanel, your boy, Wisconsin. Yeah, they got him, Karloff, uh, is it Karloff? Yeah, yeah, Karloff. Yeah, from Purdue. Purdue. He's on the the, uh, the line. Yeah, he's still blocking up runs. He's still tackling people that are trying to bounce it outside. He's making plays. So, dude, 263 is not a lot of rushing yards through four games. So that kind of surprised me a little bit. I knew that they were, they had an okay defense. I did not realize that it was the best rushing defense in the NFL because of that, because of prime time, because of Kansas City being absolute studs and Patrick Mahomes absolutely owning prime time. 
and it being six and a half, Kansas City minus six and a half all day. All right. Man, what a slate. Brings us to our teasers. Greg, you want to start off with your teaser here? I got mine rocking and rolling. Oh, I'm so happy to start out my teaser. I was going heavy favorites teaser, teasing it down, hoping these guys can cover some easy football numbers here. So funny because I literally went the exact opposite. Oh, so we'll all see. dogs because I just want points, 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 points this week. Yeah, to me, it's kind of like the picks that we were talking about earlier, like with, for example, the Vikings, the Packers. They're just the better team, so just take them. Again, for the teaser, just take the better team. Packers minus two and a half. Vikings minus one. Tampa Bay minus two and a half. San Francisco minus a half a point. Philadelphia plus a half a point. Chiefs minus one and a half. A hundred bucks pays five hundred. Six leg teaser, six point teaser. I absolutely love it. That's some, those, those are hard hitting teams. Those chances are those are all playoff teams. Packers, Vikings, Bucks, 49ers, Eagles, Chiefs. Teasing it all down, all under a field goal. Some of them one point or half a point games. Don't want to throw the E word out there, but it's definitely not hard. Let's win this one. Let's win one. I need to win one. All right. Yeah. I'm, I think, I think I'm actually going to win my teaser this week. I'm actually confident and I'm going to win this teaser. And this is the double digit teaser. This is the exact opposite teaser that I have. All double. No, not, not a lot of the same teams. Uh, Bears, Vikings, definitely opposite there. And, uh, Falcons. But there's so many points. So I'm, I'm adding points. Dude, you know, you we're, can, we're a complete you can, opposite sides of the spectrum. We can easily both win them. I was going to say, you could take both our teasers and still win them. So. So I got it's an eight leg parlay plus seven hundred, Seattle plus twelve and a half, Steelers plus twenty one, Bears plus fourteen, Cowboys eleven and a half, Bengals, Browns, and Lions all plus ten, Falcons plus fifteen and a half. That's all hundred dollars win seven hundred. I'm thinking about adding a half point to all those. They're making it 14 and a half, 21 and a half uh, for Steelers Bears mostly because <laughs> they did those both kind of scare me. Drops it down to 650. Also not bad. Same thing at the end of the day. I, I kind of like that for, for, for a little half point there. But dude, yeah, yeah, I, ex- I expect, I expect to win my teaser this week. I kind of think I'm going to win my Hail Mary parlay, John. And it's freaking me out how much I love it. It's freaking me out. So the hell, dude, the Hail Mary parlay that I had before we started this, I just added two things to give you some more odds and some more options. But these four teams, I love (laughs) Seattle Seahawks against the Saints on the road, plus 200. Love it. Browns at homes against the Charger with, with Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney coming back, plus 130. Love it. Me too. Dallas Cowboys, as good of defense as the 49ers, maybe a better offense. They don't have two left tackles hurt. The Rams, I think, are wildly overrated. Plus 180. Love it. This last one's a little bit of a coin flip. But, um, this is one that you might hold. You might throw it in there. Cincinnati Bengals, plus 150 on the road against the Ravens. Dude, I, I, I love this besides your uh, Seattle against the, the Saints. That that could oh. be tough. That could be tough. That could lose, that could lose you with Geno Smith. Money line is different. Talk about Jesus with covering. That's one thing. I know it's the Hail Mary, but I'm with you, man. I'm with you on all that. I, I Dude, would... I think, th- I think Seattle can score 30 or, uh, yeah, Seattle, I think can score 30 or 40 points. I don't see how the Saints do it, especially if no Jameis is playing. Like, you know what, Greg? That's I'll all tell the you what. 
Anyway, wait, real quick, hundred bucks pays forty six hundred. I'm gonna tell you what I have this. I'm gonna keep three. We'll do a little little five stud poker here. I'm gonna keep your three money lines of Browns, Cowboys, Bengals. Yeah, but I'm taking away Geno Smith and I'm throwing in his his old his old squad. I'm throwing in the Jets at MetLife against Teddy Two Gloves. That pays out. Hundred dollars was you thirty eight ninety. All I'm doing was switching out Seattle for the Jets. I mean, hey man, I can't take. Seattle I love it, John. To your point though, I'm gonna do fifty dollars on all these just for this. I'll do the original one just for this for a hundred dollars. But I'm gonna do fifty dollars on all these because you add Seattle back into that, the one that you had with the Jets. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. Right? Plus eleven thousand. You throw in the Chicago Bears to upset the Vikings coming back from London at one o'clock. You're looking at plus forty thousand. That's not bad because that goes to my philosophy. I don't think that's the craziest bet you've ever made. That goes back to my philosophy with, with just betting against uh, the the London teams coming off the bye. Right. Yeah, both those in there with the Seahawks and the Bears. You throw in the Jets against the backup quarterback. And then it's the Cowboys, the Browns. I'm throwing in Green Bay. And the Lions. I'm throwing in Green Bay. Yeah, if you want to really get crazy, you can throw in like the Bills and Green Bay, San Francisco, like those teams that are like plus six hundred, plus seven hundred. No, no, no. I'm just I'm just throwing I'm just throwing in the Green Bay. I'm scared of the Bills. Yeah, I'm not I'm not money lining against Tomlin. I just I'm just not doing it. Yeah. That's scary to me. Uh, yeah. I don't want to touch San Francisco, Carolina. It's weird. No, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm just going to, I'm just going to add Green Bay. So that makes it seven. Dude. 10 bucks to win 5,500. 5, it's not bad. I'll tell you that <laughs> it's much. Nice. <laughs> That's nice. I'll tell you that much. All right. Make it 25. Have yourself a weekend. I might take an under teaser here also with the San Francisco, Carolina game, Minnesota, Chicago, Green Bay Giants and Denver in Indy. So look out. It's not bad. We'll tweet it out. But as always, Greg. Yeah, get a winning peak weekly. We're on. We got podcasts. You can get Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Alexa, Google, Stitcher, anywhere you can get podcasts. We're out there on YouTube, on the Knicks, just et cetera, YouTube page. We have our own channel there, our own playlist, winning peak weekly on Twitter. Check us out there. We tweet out our picks. We chop it up. We interact. Let us know what you're taking this weekend because we want to bet what you're betting. We have fun betting. We gamble. I mean, dude, what a wild week in sports real quick. We got cheating scandals in, was it fishing? Dude, that was chess, a thing. Poker. Chess guy's, chess guy's guilty. No, I don't believe that. Magnus and the establishment are coming after my guy. Street, and I don't believe yo, that. Wall Street Journal ha- ha- had it, dude. Dude, they're not going to go after. They're not going to go after Magnus. I can't believe it, dude. <laughs> Hans is my guy. I love Hans. The fishing they're, they're, was crazy. The fishing one was insane. <laughs> cutting those fishes open. Then I didn't get it too. Them wrapping the lead things in other fish fillets. I was like, dude, these guys are sick. Dude, they had it literally transferred into the boat. I mean, unbelievable. And dude, the poker thing, the lady was like, I thought you had ace high. And the guy was <laughs> like, dude, you have jack high. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, if I was that guy, I would be like, what is going on right now? Right, I know we are so off top right now, but dude, why would you give your money back to that guy? There's that no was crazy to, too. No way you can prove it, I, dude. Yes, I'm an idiot. I, I'm a moron. I I called you. I I I thought you were bluffing. I I lost the bluff. 
I ended up winning. Like, what's the problem? Like, I don't understand. Dude, in high school, we had a buddy. In high school, before we could drive, had a poker game at my house going. And my buddy called his called his older brother and got picked up at like, at like 10 o'clock at night. My parents were like, what is going on? Like, why is he leaving? I was just playing poker. And I didn't have a good hand. And I went in. And he got mad because I caught cards. Sometimes you just play bad hands. You win. Like, it's poker. But I guess at that level, it doesn't happen. I could not believe What's so that. funny is one time I, I called somebody all in. I had king six. And he was so mad when I flipped it. And I had king six and I won. The yeah, plus. yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah no, queen four. Six. He's like, why are you calling with queen four? I'll never forget. Why are you calling with queen four? Why are you calling? With... I don't know. Because I like <laughs> yeah. my hand. Yeah. I'm playing poker. I won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that, the, you're right. Sorry. But yeah. Little, just to say, know, just to say out loud, I thought you had ace high. That's like one of the biggest mental mistakes I've ever seen. That's crazy. That, that part did screw up. She just said, Oh, I just thought you were bluffing the whole time. But I'm fine. But, but yeah, with the cheating scandal, we got the Mets and the Braves. I mean, the Braves won the division. We got Aaron Judge. Mr. 62. We got the Knicks, the best team in the league. We're doing a little et cetera segment right here. You can go check us out again on YouTube. Find us all over there. Find the full-length episodes. That was just a little preview. All right, so a rapid. What do we want to call this? A rapid cleanup? <laughs> yeah, let's go quick. Let's go as quick as we can, John. Let's go through it. Ready? Indy plus three and a half at Denver. Indy plus three and a half. Give it to me. Same. Giants plus seven and a half in London. Green, Green Bay, Bay minus seven and a half. Same. Oh, no. Pittsburgh plus 13 and a half at Buffalo. Too many points. Hold your nose. Take Pittsburgh. Oh, plus three, 13 and a half. Yo, we are all this. This Last time this happened, this is bad news. We're on the same boat here. Also, Pittsburgh. Chargers, minus two and a half at Cleveland. Cleveland, plus two and a half. Oh, God, Greg. If we're four, if we're four and oh, uh, I'll go nuts. I'm with you. Chicago, plus seven and a half at Minnesota. Off I like London. Minnesota. I like Minnesota coming back from London, minus seven and a half. Finally, we're, we're against each other. I got the Bears, plus seven and a half. Detroit, plus three and a half at New England. Give me Detroit and the points. They can always cover. I love Detroit and the points. Score them over every week. New England doesn't have a quarterback. Seattle plus five and a half at New Orleans. New Orleans minus five and a half after London. What do you got? Let Gino Cook. Seattle plus five and a half. I'm absolutely disgusted, but I'm on a philosophy. I got to take Seattle, but I hate it, hate it, hate it. Miami minus three and a half at the New York Jets. Teddy Two Gloves against the 500 New York Jets. New York Jets three and a hook. Give me the New York Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 win at home. Oh, my God. You know how I feel about that. Atlanta Falcons plus eight and a half at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay minus eight and a half. I think Tampa Bay is way better, so give me Tampa Bay minus eight and a half. Tom Brady's too old to cover eight and a half. Give me Atlanta. Tennessee minus two and a half at Washington. Don't understand this at all. What do you got? I don't either. That's why I'm going Tennessee. They're the better team minus two and a half. This is 100% going to come back to bite us, so I'm going yep. Tennessee. Houston plus six and a half at Jacksonville. This is my one of my missing pick of the week. I don't understand the line. Jacksonville minus six and a half at home. I agree. Don't understand it. San Francisco minus six and a half. No left tackle at Carolina with no anything. Plus six and a half. What do you got? San Fran minus six and a half. They're the way better team than Carolina. Give me Carolina with nothing. Matt Rule, coaching for his life. But players might probably want him to get fired. So coaching we'll for his job for sure. <laughs> Maybe not his life. Dallas plus four and a half at the Rams. Dallas on the points. Don't understand this line either. 
I agree. Philly. Undefeated Philly. Minus five and a half at Arizona. Philly, my third best bet of the day. San Francisco is my other. Detroit is my one o'clock best bet. Love all three of those. Philly minus six and a half. Five and a half. Greg, this site looks terrible. We are the same everywhere. Cincinnati plus three at Baltimore. I like Cincinnati. The points could be Cincinnati plus three. Uh, Unfortunately, I do too. The last game, the Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs minus six and a half. What do you got, Greg? Kansas City minus six and a half. They are the better team. Give me Kansas City. Give me Pat Mahomes in prime time. <laughs> me too. One of my best bets. Unbelievable. And that wraps up week five. Best bets for Greg. Detroit, San Francisco, Philly. I got Cleveland, Kansas City, Green Bay. Two primetime games. Unbelievable. Johnny Primetime's going to best bet mode. I love it. I have to go three and zero. You got it. You got to push all in. We're just talking about poker. We just hit the big hand. We've been working towards it. I got I got I got a double up. I just feel like they're easy. But also we said that we discovered we did an experiment. London officially not prime time because Kirk Cousins won. Yep. So we got only one prime time officially. So weird how many of the same picks we have and then we all have different best bets. Like those might be the only games we have different. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, I looked at Detroit for a little bit, but I can't best bet against it. Oh no, wait, actually no, we have different best bets, but we're on the same side on all of them. Never mind. Alright, let's go six and zero on those best bets, John. <laughs> Start out 0-6. I'm back to five and one over the last two weeks. I'm hot on the best bets. I hope you are too, because that means we're winning, winning, winning. Uh, last week not great in best bets. That's under right, five, bounce back. Under five hundred. So that wraps it up. Hit us up on Nick's coming Jets coming ETC period. Let us know what you got. Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, you name it, we are there. Hit us up with a five star review. Let us know what you got. We'll see you. We'll see you on the, in the Twitter land. Honestly, that's what that, that, that's what we're in P Weekly. Uh, that's where we float. Yeah, that's what we're trying to mix up. And also, we'll see you later this week for a college episode with Chip Murphy Seven. Hell yeah! Let's go Wake Forest. Shout out Sam Hartman, Heisman. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.